Welcome to Pink Noir with Tallulah Bankhead. This is Chapter 2 of Book 3, A Pretty Ugly Tale About a Pretty Little Number. Stancy, can you keep an eye on Miss Newton for a few minutes? Why should I? Because I'm paying you 500 smackers, that's why. You haven't paid me yet. Oh, for crying out loud. Here, I have 50, 60, 65 dollars in my billfold. Here. We'll be back in just a few minutes. In the meantime, steal what you can. Don't steal anything! Well, just you and me now, girl. If you wanted to uh, say something, now's the time. You're creepy. Your eyes follow me around, but they're still not seeing anything. What the hell is wrong with you? Hello, hello, hello. There's Grace. That baby is the berries. What do you want? Oh, yeah. You're Tallulah's friend, right? That's right. I'm Constance Taylor. I'm Danny Punch. Yes, Mr. Punch. I remember you from the Bloom Party a few weeks back. Right. Tallulah needs you, she said. So you can go. She only left one minute ago. Yes, just now. I saw her. So you can go. All due respect, Mr. Punch. (laughs) I'll stay right here. Oh, easy, Connie. I just want to see Grace's bubs. I'm not going to hurt her. I cannot allow that. Connie, relax. Grace doesn't even know what's going on. I'll just take a peek at her bubbies and go. That's all. No harm in it. For the love of heaven, you better clear out of here. Oh, I won't hurt her. Honest. I'll just pick up the press. Get out! Go on, Connie. Vamoose. No one will get hurt. No! I'm sorry, but what are you going to do to stop me? I suppose both of us are about to find out. This mansion estate is beautiful. Much more tactful and elegant than the normal California pile. Who owns this? The Thoroughgood family still owns it. Where are they now? In a hotel in L.A. I paid their taxes this year, so I get the estate for a month. <laughs> What's the story about, anyway? A dashing young man returns from the dead to haunt his lady love. You know, like Wuthering Heights. Heathcliff did not literally return from the dead. Literally? Figuratively? In a story, what difference does it make? You have me there. Is the script any good? So the readers tell me. Will you watch the movie when it's done, or have people do it for you? God's truth? I don't even sign the checks. Here we are, Tallulah. This is the greatest director of our generation, Uwe Turzel. <laughs> I deny that accusation. Turzel, pleased to meet Tallulah Bankhead. Ah, Tallulah. Now, here is a woman who knows the serious art of decadence. Not me, Mr. Turzel. I'm just a good girl from Alabama. You should be in my next picture. I see you on a bed, naked, pale skin upon black scented sheets, while tarantulas crawl about your sumptuous flesh. What's the pay? I'm not paying you to film your puerile fantasies, Turzel. You need to give me stories that the American Jack and Jills will line up for. I think you are mistaken. People would pay good money to see my fantasies. It is only Mr. Hayes and his prim purity codes that prevents it. I have no argument for or against that. But listen, Miss Bankhead is here to see over Grace Newton. What do you think happened to her, Mr. Turzel? I do not know. 
You didn't try to cover the young lady's naked body with spiders? If I had, I would have filmed the event. And if I had filmed it, I would show it to you out of evil pride. What a wondrous thought. To film a young woman as she loses her mind to horror. What happened to her, Uva? What? Bankhead? What happened to Grace Newton? Tell me now. As I said... Because right now my assumption is that you did something to her, you hateful, moronic hun. Bankhead! Mr. Bloom, I must ask why I am facing such animosity. Isn't it true that you and your friends like to bring young girls to your disgusting orgies and then whip them with riding crops? <laughs> no, that is not true. And bite their bare buttocks savagely with your teeth? Silly exaggeration, I assure you. Harmless fun, huh? Oh, yes. The first thing we did was drink champagne during the American Prohibition. Tell me, Herr Turtzel, did you know Dr. Scharfrichter? Ah, I can tell by your pursed lips that you did know the man. Dr. Scharfrichter? Who the hell? Tell him, Turtzel. Scharfrichter? is famous in the Fatherland for treating the criminally insane. Or at least he was. And how did he treat insanity? He would use measures that were, uh, drastic. Dr. Scharfrichter attended one of my plays when I was in London. He was there giving medical lectures to medical students, I suppose. He loved my performance so much he invited me to a parlor party afterward. There, he regaled the crowd with stories about the human brain. He told us about the violent madman he had in his care. To cure the man, Scharfrichter put the man's head in a vice and then carefully squeezed the skull until it cracked in ten or twelve places. This relieved the pressure on the madman's brain and cured his homicidal mania. Damn my soul. Nine. That is a ridiculous fabrication. Then why don't you tell me what he really did? I never had the pleasure of meeting the man. That's not what I asked. I have read in magazines that Scharfrichter used high doses of insulin to purposefully induce comas in patients. Huh. Why? Apparently, when the patients came out of the coma weeks later, they'd feel better. So, Tallulah, you wish to incriminate me in Grace Newton's current situation because I share the same citizenship as Dr. Scharfrichter? You performed a medical atrocity on that girl so you could perform your sexual kinks on her. I really did not. If you want to know the truth, I believe that Grace Newton was mentally unbalanced before she even arrived on this set. Why do you say that? She was a sleepwalker. She was caught several times wandering around the compound while in her nightgown. And everyone knows that sleepwalkers are full of psychoses. Get back to work, Terzel. Gladly. What the good goddamned was that about? I was trying to make him angry. You failed. No. He failed to get angry, which makes me all the more suspicious. It's the guilty who don't get angry at accusations because they're already ready for them. So you're the psychological expert, then. Why did you summon me if you're not going to listen? Sure, I want you to solve the mystery, but I don't want you to put the kibosh on my production. My respect for you has dwindled to a pinpoint. Find me a culprit, yes, but a culprit I can spare. Oh, go read your script. Bah! Ooh, oh, there's Maxina O'Dell in a form 
comforting dress. I would toboggan those slopes. Excuse me, Miss Bankhead. Oh, I hate that term. Miss. It makes me sound like a fat little girl in a pink dress with a lolly. You're not married, are you? No. So, miss it is, then. There should be another word. From now on, people must call me Lady Bankhead. Hey, Lady Bankhead. Yes, darling. So you know about my problems in the bedroom, right? I'm sorry, who the hell are you? My name's Arista Tummelson. Most people call me Rit. What do you do here? I'm the director of photography. The cameraman. Yeah, cameraman. And why should I know about your problems, Rit? Everybody knows about my problems. I've had three ex-wives in seven years, and they've all blabbed their stories to the gossip columnists. I'm afraid I'm behind in my lessons. What's your story, Morning Glory? I got a problem with my shotgun not wanting to cock. Oh? The old rooster won't cock-a-doodle-doo. One more, darling. Now, I want to take flight, but there's no one in the cockpit. Okay, I understand you. But you can make love to a woman without the tool. Don't I know it? I don't have a cock, but I know how to make a woman howl for her ancestors. So you get me? No, I'm afraid I don't. I have a false phallus made out of polished mahogany. I have it connected to a belt. Now I'm just afraid. You of all people, a judge? I jest, I jest. But what does all this have to do with the high price of whiskey? Everyone thinks I did something to that sick-in-the-head girl. Unlikely. Thank you. Thank you. Mind you, I'm not clearing your name, but a little hanky-panky with a naughty prosthetic isn't going to scratch out a girl's mind. It takes a lot more than that, I know. Yeah, yeah. But what about chemicals? Eh? I have it on good authority, then you can make a shotgun cock with a cocktail of Ambrian, Yohimbrin, ginseng, marijuana, and goat testosterone. Oh. So? So do you have any such chemicals? Uh... Did you give something to that young lady to make her more amenable to your charms? No. Listen, if it's chemicals you're interested in, then you need to talk to Doodle. Doodle? You mean the writer of the movie? Yes, everyone knows that doodle's wacky for the China white. China white being a colorful term for... Heroin. That's a nasty prescription, that. Doodle could have shared some of that with Grace Newton and got the dosage wrong. I'll admit, that's a story. So, you believe me? Enough for now. Say, have you heard any bumps in the night since you've been at the estate? I could show you a bump in the night. Go away, Rit. Sure. Bye, Lady Bankhead. Pardon me, Miss Bankhead? Yes, darling. Can I get you a glass of water? Why the hell would I want water? Care to offer me some oxygen, too? Coffee, then? Tea? How about a drop of coffee and a glass full of whiskey? Afraid I can't do that, Miss Bankhead. Then you can go to hell, darling. Yes, ma'am. Maxino. My toothsome darling. Get out of my way, Tallulah. I might accidentally slap your face three or four times. Just talk to me. I promise I won't be untoward. Starting when? Starting the next time you blink those lovely eyes. What do you want? You know, close up, I can see the wrinkles beneath your makeup. You hateful harridan. 
Isn't this current production the last hurrah of your glamour? After this one, the star of the show will be up-and-comers like Grace Newton. Or at least it would be Grace Newton if she were well. I see. You'd think I'd do some violence to that girl? Well, I tell you, that little peach is a conniving faker. You think so, too. Everyone whispers about how poor, poor Grace Newton suffered from sleepwalking. She didn't? She did not. I discovered her three evenings back in the hallway outside the conservatory. She was clearly on the prowl looking for something. Looking for what thing? I wouldn't know, would I? But the second she saw me, she pretended to snap out of it like I had just woken her up. She was pretending to be sleepwalking then, and she's pretending to be a mental invalid now. That's interesting. Are you pretending to think while you're staring at my breasts? Yes. But those are a great pair of breasts. I want a pair of breasts like that. And I want a pair of breasts like that, if you catch my meaning. Besides, if someone wanted Grace Newton out of this picture, it was Mr. Turtzel. I'll bite. Why would Turtzel want to give Grace the kiss-off? I overheard him complaining to Rit, the cameraman, about her face. Turtzel wanted a young woman with a moon-shaped face that would let light and shadow pool in her features. But Grace's face is so sharp, it reflects light and shadow. That's pretty thin soup. He said that. I heard him. I believe you. I just don't buy it. Stop staring at my breasts. Mr. Bloom, get this thing away from me. Bankhead! Leave her alone! Vile wanton. I'm sorry, darling. Go to your room, Mrs. O'Dell. They'll need you at first light tomorrow. Why must you rile the zoo animals? I'm sorry, Herman. I never know I'm going too far until after I've gone too far. Yes, it's like a Greek tragedy. Let's get you back indoors before you start a riot. If you say so. Constance, why are you crying? I'm all right. And the girl's all right, too. But why? Danny Punch was here. Why would Danny upset you? You don't know Danny Punch. He is what you've got, Herman. A stinky asshole. I was just asking. What did he do, Stancy? He didn't do anything, but he threatened a lot. He wanted to take off Miss Newton's clothes for a laugh. And when I stood in his way, he threatened me. How did he threaten you? It doesn't matter. He didn't do it. Herman! Yeah, I'll talk to him. You will do more than that, you callous jackass. Don't call me names. I said I would handle it. He did it, Tula. Did what? Whatever happened to Grace Newton, he did it. Most likely, he lured her into a quiet corner of this big stone house, and then... Is that possible? I'll call the police right now. I doubt it. But maybe, if he did something bad enough... No. Before Thomas Newberry raped me... We don't need to hear this. But you do. You won't know about bad enough until I tell you about bad enough. Before Mr. Newberry raped me, he shot his own wife in the face... Her lower jaw blew apart like she had dynamite in her mouth. I still have a few pieces of her jawbone in my chest. Jesus. Naturally, I was stunned stupid. So Mr. Newberry climbed on top of me and had his ways. Even so, at the time, I felt something on my cheek. Even through the pain and mortification, I felt something slimy on my cheek, like a snail or a cooked mushroom. After Newberry finished, 
He stumbled away and got dead drunk, leaving me alone to call the police. Then I went to the bathroom, and sure enough, in the mirror, I could see stuck to my cheek was something that looked like a chunk of raw liver. I peeled it off my face and flushed it down the toilet. I went back to the bedroom, and I saw Mrs. Newberry, still just lying there, not dead, but in shock. It was then that I realized what I had flushed down the toilet was a piece of her tongue. And that's when my mind flickered on and off for a moment. Do you understand? My mind just shut itself off. But it was only for a few seconds. As bad as that whole episode was, I did not suffer what you call catatonia. And I believe it would take a barrage of horrors like that spread over several weeks to make a mind go away permanently. Like a soldier in wartime. Indeed. I really believe that Grace Newton's malady has a chemical cause. That's a shame. Danny Punch is expendable. Danny could have given her something. I wouldn't put it past him. Say, that is something. I'll tell the cops that. No, you will do no such thing. What, you have some code of honor now? Let me do this thing right, if only for my own pride. Well, don't drag your feet doing it, damn it! What do you care if Danny Punch takes the rap for it? We don't want the real culprit to get away, do we? Hell, Stancy, if we women don't care enough to get to the bottom of the girl's demise, who will? Thank you for listening to Pink Noir. Pink Noir stars Julianne Nelson and Marseille Lafranc. Also starring Dustin Fuentes, Callista Rodriguez, Wyatt Hodgson, Connor J. Nolan, Ethan LaFrance, Colin Stephen Kane, Magnolia Brown, and Colin White. Engineered at the Island Station Media Lab, Portland, Oregon. And a special thanks to Joe McMains Jr. Pink Noir was created and written by Matt Scott and Jane Mansfield. 